We are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Peret Yudtes, Pasat Aleph, Masa Mitzrayim. So we saw yesterday in Yudches, we have interrupted the sequence of a series of prophecies by Yeshayahu against specific nations who have been traditional tormentors and enemies of Israel. So we saw that it was um, Moab and the Plishtim and Ashur and Midjan. And we were interrupted by yesterday what was considered a vision of Meshichos, the days of Gog and Magog, and we're going back to that sequence of Nevoos, this time against an ancient foe, Mitzrayim, included as well will be Asher, and yet it is very different. It is different because unlike these other Nevoos, against the Plishtim, uh, against Moab, against uh, Asher, that which Yeshayahu prophesied was done. In other words, the disasters, the destruction occurred. It's a matter of historical fact. This did not occur, the one against Mitzrayim, and by incorporation Ashur. Moreover, uh, it has not happened yet, but as we're going to see the tone of Yudtes, of the Nevoah, is one of Achrisayamin, that at the end of days, that it's a Moshiach, a Messianic era kind of prophecy. So it's not exactly as we're going to see the same. But Hilly, let me ask you a question. The, when you say Egyptians, what do you mean? The Egyptians of, of Shemot don't exist anymore. Right. Right? Those Egyptians were defeated, whatever, disappeared. The Egyptians that are there now are Arabs or are, or, you know, they, 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 yeah. they, they were Christians, they were, they were Muslims, but right. there were no... You mean Egypt doesn't exist in its present form. So yes, but at the same time, because of the fact that it is so different, in other words, the Egypt that he is going to prophesy against in the Egypt we know is so different, yes. the Mephoshim seems to be in agreement that this parak, Yudtes, is not to be taken literally. It's symbolic, it's metaphorical, it's allegorical. So much so that Rav Schwab has said that this parak is a metaphor for all the Goyos, the exiles we were in. For example, Ashur and Mitzrayim symbolized the two different kinds of Goyos. Ashur, which would come from the root Ashrei, meaning happy, be happy, etc. And Mitzrayim, Sarah is the root, are two different Goyos. The Gaulists of Asher, which were referring to as Bavel, once they had settled in, was a very comfortable exile, so comfortable we've seen that when the time came to go back to Eretz Israel to build the Bayashani after the king Koresh had given every tool, every resource, even given them the old Kalim that Nebuchadnezzar had taken, all Ezra could muster was 42,000 Jews to go back with him. Very few Kohanim, 
very few Levim, that Golis was comfortable. They had the learning, they had the Torah, they had the yeshivas, which he, Talmud Bavali, one of our cornerstones of our religion, was written in Babel. On the other hand, we have had Golis that have been very harsh, destructive, murderous on B'nai Yisrael. Uh, and I would point out that Rav Schwab sort of ironically points out that as Jews, we did less assimilation in those terrible gullos that were tzara than we did in the gullos that are very um, comfortable, so that we say, but felicitous to us, including the gullos that we are in now uh, of America. So that what we're saying is don't take this very literally. You're going to see it evolves into a messianic vision of all the nations in the world acknowledging Israel's primacy and that the Kaddish Baruch is being the sole creator and God in the world. So we begin with uh, Masa Mitzrayim. Masa, we've already said, is the toughest language of the ten languages of prophecy. It's intense. Hinei Hashem Rochev Al-Ov Kal. The Kaddish Baruch will be riding on a swift cloud. Uba Mitzrayim, and he will come to Mitzrayim, v'no'u elilei Mitzrayim miponav, and he will destroy the elilim, the so-called gods of Mitzrayim, u'levav Mitzrayim imas b'kirbo, and Egypt's heart will melt within. In other words, the Kodesh Baruch is going to start with the destruction of their theological system, their false gods. Interestingly, the metaphor of a riding on a cloud, or a rain cloud as it were, is because as we know, the god, or one of the gods of Egypt was the Nile, the river. The river was the secret of, Israel, of Egypt's fertility, its growth. And we saw that what it does each year, its banks would overflow, making the land the most fertile into the valleys, into the canals, etc. So the worst thing for that economy or Egypt would be torrential rains. In fact, if I may read to you the Malbim, the Malbim says, Ki onan if you have clouds and you have rain, it's a very bad sign. It's a terrible evil to Mitzrayim. Because they're so primitive, their housing construction, that they will go away. They will melt and be in torrential rain. So the Kodesh Baruch is using the exact metaphor here. He's going to come and you're going to see a systematic destruction of Egypt's religious beliefs, its government, its economy, its, even its fishing uh, trade, as well as its textile trade. So, Pasuk Bays, uh, I will provoke Mitzrayim against Mitzrayim. I will create civil war, simple. Brother will fight brother, man to his friend, uh, regime against regime, king against king in Mitzrayim. In other words, I will cause an outbreak of civil war. Then, 
I will, Nivka would be empty, the spirit of Mitzrayim. Basically, the, they will lose all courage. The Atsaso Avlea, I will destroy its counsel. Remember, Egypt is very famous for its counselors, its uh, magicians, its astrologers, its fortune tellers. I will undermine the system. Vidoshu Hela Lilim, they will now go in a frenzied pursuit after the other idols, the Etim. Etim, we're not sure what it is, but it's a kind of um, idol similar to necromancy or consulting the dead. El Ha'avos, El Ha'idonim, the necromancers, the ones who communicate with the dead. I will undermine that. And then Visikarti, I will deliver Es Mitzrayim Biyad Adonom Kosher, to harsh taskmasters. Umelech Az, a strong king, Yimshobam will rule them. Neum Adon Hashem, so let's say it. God, I will now put them under the yoke of severe, cruel, sadistic leaders that will totally enslave them and exploit them. And you cannot miss the resemblance to what Kaddish Baruch Hu decreed on Eretz Yisrael in Mitzrayim, the t- tough leadership, the um, taskmasters, it is not uh, incoincidental. Vinishtu mayim mehayam. The waters will be removed. Remember, the centrality of Egypt is the Nile. I will remove the waters. Uh, and the waters will in fact run dry. Um, the rivers will be would be uh, rejected, but basically what we're talking about is that they will not receive water. The uh, canal system will be dried out, the reservoirs will be dried out, the reeds and the cones, uh, canes that rather, that grow, the natural agriculture that prosper along the Nile will be cut off, will cease. Oros ayyar al-pi-yar, that which is firmly rooted, that natural vegetation on the bank will be rooted out. And the masriya, you're that which is planted, natural irrigation, uh, your growth is a yivash nidafe enenu at the mouth of the river. All that is grown, all that is sown will be dried out, crushed, uh, and exist um, no more. Now, after that, I am going to go after the destruction of your your fishing industry, uh, which again was a basis of great economic strength. Uh, Fishermen will grieve. They will be in mourning because those who fish, chaka is hooks, they catch the fish by hooks, or those who cast nets, the difference being you catch fish, there are larger fish you catch 
with a uh, hook, as it were, a chakla, and there are lots of smaller fish are gathered by fishing nets that are spread out. Both will be gone, and plehamayim umlalu, they will be broken. Now, the textile industry. They will be totally dispirited. Those who do that extraordinary, world-famous Egyptian flax and Egyptian cotton. The shrikos, the orgim those the weavers of garments, which are the pride of Egypt, uh, which is the uh, choroi. Choroi was the beautiful export they had of woven cotton. It was considered a very expensive but also very prized export. The Hoya and when its foundations are crushed, in other words, their religion is gone, their government system, their agriculture, their industry, um, commerce, all those, all those who work for profit, the, the economic system will be aggrieved, more than aggrieved, they will be unemployed. There's no business, there's no commerce. Ach, evilim, sorry, so on, paro, And now the upper strata will turn on itself, the advisors. The advisors for failing, sorry, so on, as the, the officers of so on, as the principal city of Egypt at that time. Their, their advice has gone foolish. So now they're going to turn on each other. You vaunted wise men of Egypt, famed for your counsel over centuries. What are you going to say to Paro now? Um, that uh, my fathers were tremendous wise astrologers. I was like in the days of your. No, you're not worthy of that. Now, Hashem is speaking to Paro himself. Um, where are your wise men? The Yagidun Allah who can tell you everything. How could they fail to perceive that what has occurred is a punishment? A punishment inflicted by the Kaddish Baruch Hu on Mitzrayim. Noah Usare Tsaan, Nishu Sare Nov, the, the princes of Tsar have, have grown foolish, and the princes of Noth, Noth is believed to be the city of Memphis, another great metropolis of Egypt. So Noah Usare Tsaan, Nishu Sare Nov, they have become misled. Hitu es Mitzrayim, Pinashwateha, they are the cornerstones of the tribe of Egypt. The wise men, the, the fortune tellers, the future astrologers, they have led you astray. They are, the pillar stones have undermined you. Hashem Masach Ruach Ivim. And now Hashem has mixed into Mitzrayim a spirit of confusion. Ruach Ivim. Everyone is wandering around confused in the days. And it will strike Mitzrayim. They will stumble like Shikor, like a drunk, in its vomit.
not a pleasant metaphor. The There will be nothing to Mitzrayim. No part of Mitzrayim will function. Uh, there will be nothing. Rosh, the heads, the zonah, the tails, kappa, the lowest class, agmon, the artisans, they will fall in any attempt to build the country again. So as we say, we know this didn't happen. This didn't happen yet. We're going to get perhaps a method of tshuva for them uh, where they will unite with Ashur in a messianic vision of love and camaraderie. They will acknowledge the God of Israel as the sole God and ruler of the universe in Mirza Hashem tomorrow, 845.